Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory. How's everyone tonight? Man, I, I like that switching up, man. We get everybody, everybody involved when we switch up. Messes with people, too. Huh? It's kind of like when Mrs. Morphew told people to sit in different parts of the sanctuary. Man, it was like a cow at a new gate. <laughs> it, was, it was really hard to get people to go and sit somewhere they hadn't sat before. We are creatures of habit. And that sometimes will inhibit you from hearing from God. Amen? Glory to God. Well, I got a little bit of stuff tonight we want to talk about. You know, I was, I was actually sitting in my house the other morning, and Kim had left early, and I was just looking around, and I thought, man, God, you have been so good to me. So, so good. Amen? And many people in here, has God just been good to you? You know, sometimes we forget to just look and, and see what He's done. You know, you know, a few years ago, my wife was going through chemotherapy. She's whole. Huh? Glory to God. How many people in here has God healed? Huh? Put, put Sarasota on the screen for a minute. We're not going to talk to him, but I want to see him. I don't want to mess with Devin again. Can you put, there they are. How many, how many in there? But God been good to you? How many healed people I got in there? Glory to God. Glory to God. And there's, there's a whole bunch of people online that, that could say the same thing because God's good if we'll let Him be. Right? He doesn't change. He, God doesn't change. You know, we, we say that like when, when we're little kids and then it gets dark, we say the sun went away. The sun didn't go away. We went away from the sun. Right? Right? Light, light doesn't change. The sun is light all the time. God is light all the time. He doesn't change. We change. Amen? He's a good God all the time. And, and it's something, you know, people say, yeah, I know that, Dave. You don't need... No, we know it, but then we let little um, religious theology come in. I was, I was dealing with myself on a couple of things, but I was talking to some other people that I know well. And they were talking about... Things are like, I can't believe this happened here or this happened this way. Uh, I'll give you an example because I know he wouldn't care because he's a good friend of mine. But um, I had a friend that I was talking to, and he'd had a tree fall down when that, all that wind was here, and it fell on, on his pool. Yeah, he'd get a new pool. What a bummer. He'd get a new pool. Yeah, but, but he walked out that morning, and this is how easy the devil can lie to you. He looked at his property, and he looked at the one next to him, and he said, the one next to him had no damage. He said, I know they don't go to church. They don't, they don't serve God. Right? And yet I do. And the, that's works. Craig was just talking. You know that I didn't even talk to Craig? That's works mentality that we all have in us that says we got to be good for God to be good. God's going to be good. We, yeah, right. If you're not good, you just turned your you just turned away from him. If you're not seeing the light, you're on the wrong side. Amen. Because the light's always there. It, it's not according to what we've done. What we our our works should be based on what he's done for us and in us, not to get something from him. He's given us all things. 
Amen? He's given us all things. Look at, uh, look at um, Psalm 78. He, he, he started talking to me after, after, I, after I was looking at the house and just looking at the things he'd done and remembering the things in the past several years. You know, I got a daughter that's serving God. You know? That, those, are, those, are, those are intangible. You cannot put a value on any of those things. The house is great. I'm glad I got a nice house. Glad I got good cars to drive. Those are all nice. But my prosperity is in my people. My prosperity is in is I get to come here every week. Huh? I get to come here. We get to come here. And in Florida, we get to come together. That, that's, that's where our soul prospers. Amen? And then we get all the rest of it. Right? You know, you, you could be a rich man. And not serve God and drive a Cadillac to hell. Or you could be, uh, you could be a Christian who knows the goodness of God and drive a Cadillac till you go to heaven and then get something better because Cadillac don't even fit in heaven. Right? Right? And you know, a lot of people say, well, we could drive a, an old heap to heaven. No. God would want you to have the best here. Well, He's a good God. He's a good God. He doesn't change. He wants us to have the best right now. Amen? But, but when we let these little things in, we limit Him. He doesn't quit being good. We quit receiving of His goodness. Amen? It says, How oft did they provoke, provoke Him in the wilderness and grieve Him in the desert? This is verse 40. Now verse 41. Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Why? Because they didn't remember His hand. They didn't remember all the good things that God had done for them. Amen? All the good things. And, 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 our, and, and they have a... We as humans, we have... We, we look too... We're short-sighted, if you will. We begin to look at things like, well, why didn't that... Why'd that happen that way? Never question God. God is unquestionably good. Amen? And if we'll get to that place where we never wonder why the tree fell on our pool... Right? Why? Well, good news. You had the insurance to replace it. Right? You know, good news. God already had you taken care of before the tree ever fell. And you get a new pool. Right? Glory to God. I mean, we always need to look at things. I remember when my mom, she went, she went home young, and she was an amazing lady. She was. She's one of my faith heroes to this day. And she went home early. And people, person after person would come to me and say, wonder why your mom, wonder why your mom. And in my heart, I'm like, wonder why it wouldn't be. You know, what, why couldn't God help? What, what, what was keeping her from receiving? Because God's goodness never changed. God's goodness never changed. And, and see, those are the questions we ask in our own life. And we say, well, I wonder why that happened. Well, the minute you do that, it's kind of like the world. They'll, they'll come up to you and they'll say, they'll say stuff like, if he's so good. You know, if a sentence starts out that way, you're done with the conversation because you can't talk to them because they don't believe he's so good. Right? You could tell them a thousand things. I had somebody tell me this one time. He said, you could give me a thousand scriptures on, on what you believe and I wouldn't believe it. I'm like, then I won't give you one. Right? Why? Because there's no reason to. You pray for them that the, that the, that the enemies that, that's got them blinded would 
the blinders would come off so they could see the light of the gospel. Good news. Amen? But, but when they say, well, if you're God's pure love, they don't believe He's pure. They, they don't know what love is, first of all. So how could you ever explain it to them unless they knew pure love, which is God? And He is pure love. And He does care for us. And He never quits caring for us. Even when the day doesn't look like God had His hand in it, it could have been worse. Right? You might have been walking around somewhere you weren't supposed to, and God still had mercy on you. Doing things you should not have been doing. You're in the world. You know, sometimes Christians are dodging rain, raindrops instead of carrying an umbrella. Right? Literally, you're sitting there trying to get the rain to miss you when God's got a big old umbrella for you. Right? He'll protect you. He'll keep you. Don't, don't, we should quit trying to do things on our own and get things by our works. That's not how you receive from God. It's not a quid pro quo. It's not you do this and I'll do that. It, no, it's you do that. Bec- do this because I'll do that. Right? The blessing and the curse. The blessing came and the curse showed. Right? When light came, what happened? Darkness left. Darkness didn't come and light left. Light came, darkness left. Amen? Light is... And, and, you know, we've got some flowers in our front yard. They don't get watered unless she waters them. And the grass never going to get a sprinkler head on it. If it's going to grow, God's going to help it because it ain't going to happen for me. But we got flowers and we planted them in front of our house on two sides of our house in the front. But half of our house gets sun and the other half doesn't. Well, these over here that have all the light, man, they, they got big. They wouldn't even fit in their pots that we put them in. And these over here, between the groundhog and the, and the shade, they got nothing. Right? They, they, they were little bitty twiggy looking things. And they, why? Because they didn't spend time in the light. They didn't spend time in the light. God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. God is good and in Him there is no evil at all. He's not using evil to teach you. He will let you learn that way if you choose to walk in darkness. Amen? But remember what he said. I said, I set before you this day blessing and cursing. Right? Life and death. And then Mrs. Moore talked about it. He gave you the answer. Choose life. What's he saying? He's saying, you're going to choose. And people say, we got, we got Christians out there. we got people all over the world. They're not choosing. And they think because they don't choose, they shouldn't get... Curse. If you don't choose, you will get cursed because that's what's on the earth. Every day we have to wake up and choose the blessing of God in our life because it's ours. But we have to choose it. You can choose to walk any way you want, but if we'll follow God, we'll have the things of God. If we don't follow God, we'll be in the dark. Right? You know, if you wanted to be in the sun all day, all you'd have to do is travel around as the world does. I don't know how you do it that fast. Right? As the, as, the, as the earth spins, you just have to go to whatever country that was spinning in. Because somewhere it's sunny right now. Somewhere there's full light right now. Why? Because the sun never changes. Where God is, 
There's always light. There's no darkness. There's no bad. There's no chance of bad. So we don't have to, we don't have to say, well, I've done enough to get this or I've never done enough. How could I ever get this? Neither, but those are both bad thoughts. You got saved when you were his enemy. Right? So you were as far away from God as you could be when he, when he saved you. Amen? And when He saved you, you were as close as you would ever need to be to get everything He had. Look, look at a verse here. Look at... Um, um, oh, well, I wrote it down somewhere. Lamentations 3.25. Lamentations 3.25. We've we got to get away from saying things like, wonder why that happened. You know, don't question... If, if, you didn't, if you weren't standing in the light, don't question where the light was. It was where God was. Amen? It didn't, it didn't change places. It says, the Lord is good unto them that go to church. Right? The Lord's good to them that sing loud when the choir sings. The Lord's good to them that give. It's not what it says. If you wait for Him, look at it in the NIV. The NIV is kind of a good... Sometimes I like English. <laughs> right? The Lord is good to those who hope in Him, whose hope is in Him. Amen? That, that's, what's he saying? The Lord's good to those who will let Him be good. The Lord is good to those who walk in the light. The Lord is good to those who walk in His goodness. Amen? Why? Because the Lord can't not be good. What's it say in Psalm? It says in Psalm one nineteen it says the Lord is good, and He does good. Yeah. You know that that pretty much settles it right there. You know there is no verse in there that says sometimes the Lord is good and others He'll He'll He won't be. There's one where Job says He gives and takes away. When Job says, right? <laughs> God didn't say that. Job said it, and Job was a good man. Don't get me wrong. But obviously, he said at the end of the book, he said, surely I've spoken things too wonderful for me to know. So he admitted, I mean, what, wouldn't it be easier if we just admit it? Yeah. <laughs> right? Instead of saying, I wonder why I'm going through this. wonder why this happened. wonder why that's happened. Don't know. God might show you. Or he might say, well, it's raining over here. It's sunny over here. Come over here. <laughs> he might just tell you to swap sides for a minute. Glory to God. But 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 for us to to always question his unquestionable goodness is 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 going to get us nowhere. It's a distraction to getting what you're what you're trying to grab hold of by faith. Amen. When when he says that, he says he he's looking for somebody who, whose hope is their expectation. In other words, if you're not expecting something from God, you're not in the light. When you're in the light, you understand God. Remember what it said about Moses. It said Moses knew God's ways. The children of Israel only knew his deeds. Moses understood God. He didn't spend much time arguing with him. Even when Moses was told he couldn't go in the promise. Do you see a bunch of, bunch of scriptures where he started arguing with God? Oh God, why can't I go? What, what happened? Tell me, tell me why, why, why? You know, no. Why? He understood God. He understood God. And, and when we understand that God's good, 
then you can understand how the worlds were framed. Right? Isn't that what it says in Hebrews? It says, by faith we understand. In other words, you don't understand how the worlds are framed. I don't understand how the worlds are framed. But by faith, we know God framed the worlds. How exactly He did it, you can't give it step by step. But you know He did it. Amen? And if we believe that He's good, just that strong. If somebody said, who made the world? And you say, God. And somebody says, who's good? God. Who's love? God. Who's bad? The devil. Who's dark? The enemy. Right? We make it so much simpler because we'll begin to see things from God's side. When you read the Bible with only God is good as your foundation, you'll not get lost. Because even when you don't understand something, you'll pull back and say, I don't understand why it reads that way, but I know God's good. So I'm not going to read it from a human standpoint, from human experience from human reasoning, I'm going to, I'm going to say God's good and He'll show me. And every time He will. Every time He'll show you. Without fail, He will show you what He's done. Amen? Glory to God. Look at Nahum 1-7. This is my favorite verse. Nahum 1-7. Nahum. Wow. It was hard to find in my Bible, too, so maybe it's hard to find in the... <laughs> you know, Nahum, it's back there. It's not a big book, and you got to dig for it. And the computer also. The Lord is good. Nahum, he knew something, right? You know, too many times we say, the Lord is good, but we don't think about what we're saying. If we'd add, We just need to add, and only good. The Lord's good, and only good. There, and settle that in your heart. And, and then and, and you want to catch yourself when you're questioning the unquestionableness. That's a good word, unquestionableness of God. Amen? The unquestionableness of His goodness. Because the minute, the minute you question it, you keep yourself, you limit Him. Questioning God's goodness limits Him. Because why? Because if you're questioning it, you're not trusting Him. You can't trust Him and question Him at the same time. Like if somebody were standing behind me and they said, go ahead and fall, I'll catch you. And I said, are you sure you'll catch me? I'm not going to fall because why? I'm not sure you'll catch me. If I truly trust him, I'll just fall. Right? Well, if you truly trust God, you'll just lean. Right? You'll, you'll, you trust that he's good. In other words, I know, you know, sometimes people say, well, you do me a favor. <laughs> You're like, hmm. <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> Tell me what that favor might be first. See, you don't have to do that with God. If God says, will you do something for me? It's going to be good. Amen? You don't have to question it. You don't have to, you don't have to do any of those things because it's going to be good. Look at, um, look at uh, Titus. Titus 3 and 5. You know, again, so too often we get into these works. And God, God specifically said right here, it's not, it's not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, according to his goodness, according to his kindness, according to his love, he saved us. And yet that word saved delivers us, heals us. You could read that verse and you could say, not, by, not because of how good I am, but because of how good he is, he healed me. 
Amen? Because, you know, too many people pray and they, they ask for healing. They ask God to help. And, and if they don't feel good immediately, they say, well, what else do I need to do? You don't need to do anything. To start with, you didn't need to do anything. All you had to do was ask. And then believe. And understand. By faith, the worlds were framed. Understand by faith. Isn't that what this just says? According to His mercy, He healed us. According to His mercy, He saved us. According to His mercy, He delivered us. According to His mercy, He prospered us. According to His mercy, everything you ever need is given. Not accord- Then you know, people say, well, then I can just do whatever I want. No, because you won't have any confidence and you won't, you'll say, well, I haven't done enough. Right? You can't, you can't, I did it long, for a really long time. You can't act stupid and expect to get wisdom. <laughs> right? It's not going to happen. Right? You know, you can, you can want it all you want, but you're not going to get it just because. You're going to get it because you love it. Right? Not because you worked to get it. You're, you, did you know you, if you, the longer you try to deserve grace, the further away you get from it? Because you can't deserve grace. Amen? And at the same time, the, the longer that you frustrate grace, the further away. You, you're getting, one's going on one side of the sun, the other's going on the other side, and neither one of them getting light. Right? Most miserable person in the world is somebody with a little bit of Jesus and somebody that really don't know Jesus. The best place in the world. Full sun. Full sun. Amen? Now, not looking to our works, looking to our, to our Savior, looking to our salvation. Looking, and, and then you serve Him because you love Him. You serve Him and do things because you love what He... Not, not because you owe Him. You can't pay Him back. Anybody here can pay God back for what they've done for Him? No, you're not trying to pay him back. You're just loving him back for all the love that he gave you. Amen? It's such a better place to be um, because we can get off so easy. Look at at Malachi. They got off this very same way. Just like the tree falling on the pool. Right? It says in Malachi uh, 3.13, it says, Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord, yet you say... What, what have we spoken against? And he said, it's vain to serve God. What were they saying? People that don't serve God are doing better off than we are. No, they're not. <laughs> People that don't serve God are going to hell. They're never going to be as well. If you never had another thing in this earth, they're not as well off as you. On the flip side, if you never had another thing in this earth, it'd be your fault. Because God wants you to have it. Amen? But, but, but for somebody to say these things, you know, you know, just like he said, that why did it fall on my pool? This guy, he don't tithe, he don't go to church, and his property looks perfect. Wrong question. Right? Should be saying, thank you, Lord, that you didn't hit my neighbor. Thank you, Lord, that you, you kept my neighbor from harm. You got me covered and you kept him from harm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen? Well, we got to start looking at the right way. And we can't say, well, trees in my pool, it's vain to serve God. I've been tithing all my life. And look at this. Now i got to get the insurance agent out here. i got to blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Right? And that's all you're doing is blah, blah, blah. Because your words are hurting you right now. 
They're stout against God. And you don't even realize it. Amen? Amen. You know, when, when something bad happens, it's not time to turn on God. It's time to turn to God. Never turn on to on, uh, on God. Turn to God. Yeah. Amen. Because that's what we're looking to do. Look at look at Psalm seventy three. Look at it in the NIV. Psalm seventy three, verse one, one through three. I thought it read pretty cool. Psalm's not nearly as easy to find. It's hard to find though. Should <laughs> see it's right up there. You have spoken ar- arrogantly against me, says the Lord. Yeah, oh, now you're a Malachi. Already. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Look at Psalm 73. There we go. Verse 1. Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. What's he, what's he doing? He's saying, he's saying, you know, God's good. And, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm sticking with this. Why, why am I sticking with it? Look at verse 2. But as for me, my feet had almost slipped. I had nearly lost my foothold. Why had he nearly lost his foothold? Verse 3. For I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. It's a dangerous... You know, if the, you know people think, well, I've grown so much and I've grown in the Word and I'm, I'm way up here now and, and I understand so much more. The devil's not going to quit lying to you because you got a little bit of understanding. He's going to try and find a lie you'll believe. There, you know, there's one truth... And billions of lies. And all we got to do is stick with that one truth. That God's a good God. He's doing good things. He sent His good Son that was His good Word. And He came and He died for us and He rose again. And now all of that goodness is available to us through Jesus Christ. Amen? And that's what we've got to stick with. You know, because when, when you when you envy the and the arrogant and and when you see the prosperity of the wicked, you start thinking that just what the guys in Malachi thought. It's it's vain to serve God. And the next thing you'll start doing is bringing the spotted lamb, the lame sheep, right? Now now your gifts are no good. Why? Because your heart's not with God. And you'll start saying, "Well, I've been bringing my sacrifice every week." No, you haven't. No, spotted lambs? Huh? No, he don't want spotted lambs. He he don't want lame sheep. He wants your best. But your own, your best only comes from your heart and it's not a work. It's the works he created you to do. It's the works he created you to do. See, we weren't we we don't do works to get to Christ. We get to Christ and then he gives us works to do. Amen. And those are the good works. Why? Because now you're not doing them to get anything because you already got everything. When you start doing works because you already got everything, it's no longer to get anything. And now you can be a recipient of the, of the gifts of salvation through grace. By faith, you can receive everything that we have. My notes are a jumbled up thing right now. I had another scripture. I wanted, I'm going to find it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Isn't He good to us? He's so good to us. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. We all know these verses. Yeah, but everybody, you know, people get to a certain thing. They go, oh, I don't believe in that work stuff anymore. I don't do that. You know, we're, by nature, we are a works-oriented people. Yeah. I remember when Ramsey was a little kid and, we, and, and I started, we were 
potty trainer. I'm sure she'd love me love to hear me talk about that. <laughs> she ain't listening. <laughs> but we're giving her M&Ms. And God said, stop that. He said, you're trying to get her to do something because you're doing something for her. You're teaching her that everything's a trade. Now, don't get me wrong, parents. If you want to do that, wait to be led for yourself, right? You know, I was thinking about the centurion. This is totally, this is a total rabbit trail. But I was thinking about the centurion uh, when he sent his servants and he said to Jesus, said, I'm not worthy that you'd come into my house, but say the word only. You know, he said that out of his heart. The next 10 people that said it didn't, right? I heard the centurion said this. Now, if we say this, it might work. That's not how God works. He wants your heart. He wants your heart. Amen? Too, too many people copying what somebody else did. Be led for yourself. Right? <laughs> Be led for yourself. But we were trying to, we were trying, and it's just like when, you know, I said one time, I said, that's a bad girl. And God said, no, she's not. She's a good girl that did a bad thing, just like you're a good boy that does bad things every now and then. I said, never call her a bad girl again. And I haven't since then. Right? Glory to God. But these, are, these are the things that, you know, God doesn't ever call you bad. Right? He doesn't call you bad. He calls you His. Right? He claims you when you're as ugly as it gets. He claims you when, you got, when you're muddy and dirty and you've been out doing things you ought not do. He's just like the prodigal son, Father. He will run to you and squeeze you and hug you because He's just glad you're back. He doesn't want to hear the story. He doesn't want to know why you left. He's just glad you're home. Amen? You know why? He's unquestionably good. Glory to God. And that's what we got to get away from. Questioning God's goodness. Never, He's unquestionably good. He's unquestionably mighty. He's unquestionably... He's, I don't even have a word for it. I'm going to start speaking in tongues. Amen? He's good. He's a good God. He's not good because you're good. He's good before you were good and gave you the ability to be good. Why did did He put the blessing in place? He wanted you to be able to be good. The blessing makes you rich. It doesn't give you riches. If you've got the blessing, you're rich. Amen? If you have the blessing of God, you are now rich. Money may come. Stuff may come. But you were rich before you got it. Because the blessing made you rich. Amen? And, and no works, as Brother Craig so aptly put it. That sounded kind of professorly, didn't it? Do you know it's my wife's birthday today? She's so pretty. Thankful. She's had to spend 40 of her birthdays with me. Amen? We met young. So you spent 40 and I'm planning on at least 40 more and probably 60-ish. Unless, unless Jesus comes back. Amen? Thank you, Lord. She, she's, she's got the premium package, but she definitely puts up with some stuff too. Where was I? <laughs> Ephesians 2. <laughs> we're going to do what? Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Okay. <laughs> What are we going to do? God said to do this, son. What do you think? We're going to do it, aren't we? Yep. Okay. She just followed me. Or I drug her. She's still here, though. Thank you, Lord. It's good to have a good wife. 
They're a good thing, as God said. Where was I? Ephesians 2. It says, for grace, for by grace, you are healed by faith. Through faith. By grace, you are healed through faith. People say, no, it says saved. No, it says healed. It says delivered. It says prosperous. By grace, what? They're all free gifts. Did you know you cannot pay enough for a free gift? Right? If you pay for a free gift, you didn't pay for it. You just gave something that, that you couldn't do. You can't do it. Because why? If you pay for it, it's no longer a free gift, and it's no longer grace. Amen? The works mentality has to go. And I'm not talking about people just saying, i got to do this, so God will do this. You know, there's so many things, so many little things that we'll do. We'll say, like, I tripped in church. I can't believe I tripped in church. I was going to church. You'd think at the very least God could help me not trip in church. <laughs> Did you know the devil doesn't care what building you're in? He will mess with you if you'll let him on a regular basis. You know, I told my, my daughter the other day, she was talking about something going on with her kids. And, and, and I, she said, you know, they were doing so good. And then all of a sudden, boom. And I'm like, the devil goes away for seasons. Right? He even only went away from Jesus for a season. Jesus is just tough. Jesus is my hero. The devil never distracted him. He never got to him. He never tempted him to, to go further. He tempted him, but he never did it. Amen? And that's why we have this grace. This grace that saves through faith. That's not of yourself. It is the gift of God. We need to begin to receive things like the gift they are. There's people in this room. There's people watching online. There's people in Sarasota. Wow, it went dark. There's people in Sarasota that they're believing God for healing. And they've been believing for a long time. And this is something I was praying about because I'm like, Lord, even in my own life, there's been things I'm like, he's like, you got to receive them. He said, you believe, you receive. He said, you don't just believe, you receive. He said, you got to receive them. And he said, you're distracted over here because you didn't do enough. You're distracted on here because you should have you already got it. You know, one person says, I deserve it. The other says, I could never deserve it. Both of those are in a ditch. Right? And if we would just, by grace, receive healing in our bodies, in our lives, in our homes, and if we would refuse not to have it, because God's so unquestionably good. Refuse not to have it. Amen? And don't question... Questions are just a distraction. People say, well, I, I, <laughs> probably, no, I'll tell it. It's a good story. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm being led. A long time ago, I was in a situation, different church, and... It was, it was a church that you all voted on who was going to be the song leader. Okay? I'm not going to tell you denomination. don't need to know. Many have already guessed. <laughs> but that's the way they did things. So even as, as a Christian that wasn't very old, I mean, well, I've been a Christian a long time, but I haven't been serving. I was a Christian that didn't serve God until later. Right? Any others in here like that? Yeah. Thank God. He's a patient God. Amen? And he's merciful. But anyway, the pastor said, I, I like this. And I'm like, well, that's what the pastor says. That's what you do. Why? That's who God put over the church. 
I don't know how I knew that, but I just did. So I, I thought I'd settled it in my heart. And then the, they started arguing in the church. This is years and years ago. I'm sure the persons that did it, they, they understand more now and they would never do that again. And so I'm sitting there and it's starting to bother me inside. Because there's a big argument. I mean, it's a big fight and you can feel division in the church. And so I wrote a note to the pastor and I said, I said I'm not as concerned about the song leaders as I'm about the division in the church right now. And, and I don't remember what all I wrote. I was really young and probably wrote some really stupid things. But he was a kind man and he loved Jesus. Man, he loved Jesus. And I gave him that. And he went up that night before the vote and read that. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. Until the next person got up and said, I disagree with that whole letter. And, of course, then my offense and my anger. And, but my, but my, then, then I got sad because I thought he really believes that he's right. And he's limiting the Holy One of Israel. He's limiting what God can do right here, right now in this body. And because he thinks he's right. He, he, it sounds so good. Did you know confusion can sound so smart? Right? It's, it's just wisdom. It sounds like such good wisdom. when you And it's confusion. But the devil's packed it in all these words that are twisted up. And, and, you, and, you, and you leave strife there. And you know, that's, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that story. It took me a minute or two to get over it. Actually, it took me longer than that because I thought about that person later and it still made me mad and I had to, I had to, I had to ask forgiveness. God said, how long are you going to hold on to that? Right? How long are you going to hold on to something that keeps you from the unquestionable goodness of God? Right? Every little thing we do keeps, keeps Him back from helping us. We're limiting Him. He's not limited. Amen? He's a big God. He's a big good God. Amen? It's not of ourselves. It's the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man can boast. What? Lest any man can say, I deserve it. No man can deserve it. can't deserve a free gift. And if you deserve it, you can't receive it graciously because you deserved it. Amen? God saved us because He loved us. He healed us because He's merciful and kind. Amen? And He's a good Father. He's an unquestionably good God. Amen? And then this explains it real quick. He says, he says, not of works, lest any man should boast, for we are His workmanship. In other words, He's saying, I worked on you. What? I gave you grace. I gave you my joy. I gave you my peace. I gave you my love so that you could do go, go and do good works. Not to receive grace, but because you received grace. Because you've received grace, because you're my workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto, unto good works, which God hath, for, hath foreordained that we should walk in them. We're not working to get things from God. We're working because He gave us so much. Amen. There is works to do. There's a gospel to preach. There, there's a light to walk in. There, there, there's a, there's, there, we should be so different out in the world because of who we are. Because of what he's done. We should walk out of these places. And, and when we walk out of here, our, our face should shine the whole week as, as brightly as it shined while we were sitting in church. 
because he's such a good God. And, and we, should, we should begin to receive these things that we've took so long to get because we've been trying to get them. You don't have to try and get them. They're yours. Yeah. Amen? They're yours. We don't, have to, we don't have to try. We just have to receive. And I, and I know that sounds simpler than it is, and that's what I kept telling God. I'm like, but, and he's like, it's not that hard, Dave. You're making it harder than it is. Get quiet. Remember I'm good. Remember I want you to have it. Remember I want you well. Jesus went to the whipping post so you could be healed. Not so you could work to be healed, so that you could be healed. Amen? Not so you could work to be prosperous, so that you could be prosperous. He he took everything that it needed to be taken and he and he got back everything that needed to be gotten back for us to live victorious life every day every moment of every day we serve an amazingly good god amen he's a mighty god right he he's a good god he deserves all the glory he deserves all the honor he deserves all the power he is amazing and he is wonderful he's wonderful and 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 we the more that we get away from the questions about that the more we'll receive from him amen and when we get mad it's time to get over it because look how how much you got right people so they're looking in their hand don't look in your hand look in your heart look how much you got Look how much God's given you. Look who He's made you. You're an heir together with Christ. You're the next born of many brethren. Glory to God. He's a good God. A mighty God. An omnipotent God. There's nothing like... You know when He says that He's an omnipotent love. He's an omnipotent light. Everything He is, is everywhere. And that's our dad. That's our dad. You're looking for the light, you're looking for your dad. You're looking for the God that saved you. You're looking for the God that loves you. You're looking for the God of all glory, all praise, all honor. Stand to your feet. He's a good God. He's a good God. He's wonderful. He is wonderful. I've been singing this song all week. I think we know it. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Honor and power unto the Lord our God. Sing it again. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Honor and power unto the
guess not. All praises be, it's the same tune, the King of kings and the Lord our God. You know, Mr. Harry's not here tonight. If he is, he's back there somewhere. He knows. There he is. Look at that. Is he wonderful, Mr. Harry? Isn't Jesus wonderful? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Sing it loud. Salvation and glory. wonderful God and he's doing wonderful things and if you're in here tonight you know what I'm going to just tell you right now there's things in my life I'm still receiving I believe I receive and I think this puts us at a place where tonight maybe some of the things you've been believing for for years maybe it's time to get them it's time to get them raise your hands with me Raise your, everybody in here, raise your hands. If there's something, if you're in here and you, you don't have anything in your life that you haven't received from God, then pray for the person next to you. Pray this with me. Father God, I know you are unquestionably good. And you have good things that you've given me. Healing. Salvation deliverance, prosperity, joy, peace. You've given unto me everything to richly enjoy every good thing that is in grace. I receive by faith my healing, my deliverance, my family restored, my children back. I receive health, prosperity. I receive anything that the devil's kept back by my ignorance. I'm no longer ignorant. You are a good God. And I will never question that. From this day forward, I will receive from my good Father and I will have all the goodness that you desire and that I can have in Jesus' name.
Something like that. When you say hallelujah, expect, don't just say it. It's more than just a word. It's powerful. It's powerful. So when you sing this song, I don't care how good your voice is, shout it. Shout it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Don't be quiet. Don't be shy. Everybody else will be shouting too. Amen. Everybody in Sarasota is going to be shouting. Glory to God. Everybody online is going to be shouting. Your house is going to be a little louder for a minute. It's going to be good. When we say it, right? No, we're going to not stop with hallelujah. We're going to salvation and glory. Amen. I'll shout it loud. That way, if you don't shout it loud enough, I'll overshout because I got a mic. Amen. Are you guys ready? It's time to shout. Life. 